Life Audio. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Billy and the Goat, the show dedicated to helping you overcome life's challenges, overcoming anxiety, overcoming adversity. Please hit the like and subscribe buttons so we can stay in touch. Back in 2019, I was driving on my way home from taking my son, William, to see the Golden State Warriors play the Washington Wizards and meet his hero, Steph Curry. I was heading into my second divorce and a buddy of mine that I was talking to while I was driving home introduced me to scripture that was brand new to me. This altered my perspective. It was consoling. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Billy and Go. So yeah, I'm driving back to Virginia Beach from DC and my buddy, my buddy says, count it all joy. And I'm like, what did you say? <laughs> he said, count it all joy. <clears throat> he said, check it out, look it up, it's scripture. Many of you probably are familiar with the scripture. I am now, of course, but this was years ago. And the scripture for today is comes from the book of James, chapter 1, verses 2 through 4. And it reads, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. my goodness, this God is always right on time. God is never late. This is exactly what I needed at that time because I was entering my second divorce. It was miserable. A lot of pain. Um, But this scripture was exactly what I needed, you know, counting all joy. You know, the good, most of us, you know, we love to celebrate wins, right? Wins of, and, and not just winning, but completing something, completeness, attaining, attainment, joyful, birthday, Christmas, new car, uh, birth, joy, happiness, right? Who isn't happy to be happy? But scripture also tells us to count it all joy, not just the good times, but the struggles and the losses and rejection. Count it all joy. It all matters. And the older I get, I'm 55 now, I'll be 56 years old in April. It all matters. We are a product of our wins and losses. Where I am right now, I'm a product of my wins and losses up until this point. It all matters. 
it all matters. My son William's birth into this world was arduous, painful. And things were pretty bleak in the very beginning. But we prayed, we maintained faith, we huddled up as a family, as friends, geez, even as community. And look at William today. He is doing amazing. He goes to high school. His favorite sport is basketball. He's amazing in basketball, amazing three-pointer. Loves to bowl, amazing bowler. Consistently getting strikes and spares every outing. Loves to play baseball. Walking on his own with a crutch, mind you, but he walks on his own, eats on his own. He's amazing. Count it all joy. You know, God... allows things to happen and God God can make things happen. And I know a number of times in my life specifically God made some things happen. William is still alive and he allowed certain things to happen in my life that I've learned from. And that's the deal. You know, nothing just happens. If we're going through life and things are happening and we're not learning from it, that's a big problem. Now, winning is celebratory. It's great. It's a great feeling. It gives us a sense of accomplishment, a sense of achievement. But we don't want to just stay in one place and not learn anything from our experience. Sometimes it's hard to learn from winning because you think you did everything right. I know that I used to think that way when I won. Um, For me personally, it caused me to be arrogant. And this happened a number of times in my life, particularly when I was at the Naval Academy. I played football as a starting cornerback. I was really good. I finally worked hard enough and I got to a a level that I was really, really good at what I did. And then I got arrogant, which was not a good thing. But the best thing that happened to me is I got benched. It took me a while, but I learned a lesson from that. And the biggest lesson was, is teamwork. The over, overriding message, lesson, is that it's not about us. It's not about me. When I was playing football, in my head, it was all about me. <clears throat> I wasn't a very good team player. I've learned since then 
one of the main reasons that we're here. The main, the main reason we're here is be, is to serve God. Is to serve. Is to serve others. And even when things don't necessarily go necessarily go our way, or if we're in a, a heated uh, dispute or altercation with someone or whether they started it or not, we ought to pray for them. We ought to be godly. We're not to be mean, arrogant, nasty, evil. You know, many of the things that we see in the paper, the newspaper, or on social media, on different platforms. You know, what is posted and stuff that goes viral of an argument or a fight or killings or things of that nature. That's evil. That's not how God wants us to be. That's worldly. We don't want to mimic worldly habits. I had some worldly habits, especially when I was playing football. It was all about me. I didn't have the, the attitude or the right, the attitude or disposition to do what God wanted me to do or to do what God wants us to do every single day of our lives. <clears throat> and that is to serve in his name. Jesus Christ died for us. Now we live for him. That's the way it works. I encourage you, whatever you're going through, understand it can be painful, whether it be loss, through death, through relationships, firing from a job, demotion on the field or work. Here's the thing, and why I count it all joy is so important and so powerful, is that it teaches us it allows us to learn from our mistakes. And we, when we learn from our mistakes, <clears throat> we improve, we get better. So that in the event something along those lines happens again, we know what to do the next time around. So specifically with my divorce, my divorce is, they both had two failed marriages. And the first one was largely because of infidelity on my part. One of the, the priceless words from my dad, Clyde, were these. 
He said, take everything on yourself. Whether you, it was your fault or not, you take it all on yourself. And you work on yourself. And that's what I did. So along with a couple of books that he sent me, positive affirmations, and that attitude of, I'm going to fix what was broken in me, along with what may have been fixable in my first wife. I take it all on me. And that's what I've been doing ever since then in building. You know, as I reflect on my relationship, on my first marriage, which was, geez, 14 years. We were actually together for 19 years. I was very selfish. It was all about me. Especially when I got into bodybuilding. It was all about me. My business was all about me. By the time I was finished with me, I didn't have much left for her or my son when he was finally born into this life, to this world. So I don't blame her for leaving me, but I understand this. I understand my faults and I learned from them. And there are things, habits that I had that I have never repeated again. And that went into my second marriage as well. I didn't have those same habits. We divorced for different reasons. But the truth of it is, it never should have happened in the first place. Either way, I look back to that relationship and the one, a few more I had after that. And I count them all joy because in each one, I learned something from it. I was much better a much better version of myself. I was closer to the version that God wants me to be. Every day I've been getting better because every day I'm in scripture. Every day I'm trying to improve my life, my relationship with God, which is paramount. Our relationship your relationship, whoever you are, your relationship with God overrides any other relationship on earth. That is the most important. And the next, of course, is going to be your loved ones, whoever they may be. But improving your relationship, maintaining your relationship with the Almighty is number one. So whatever you've gone through, count it all joy. Take the bad with the good. So, so important to understand the importance <clears throat> of the bad, whether you did it or not. If something was done to you, rubbed you the wrong way, you were disrespected, 
or overlooked. Don't fight, don't, don't fight back. Embrace it. Learn from it. Try to figure out, research why this happened. Maybe there's a reason that this stuff is happening to you the way that it is. Things don't just happen. Yes, Satan, the adversary, the enemy is evil and they will try to, and he will, he will try to manipulate your life, your thoughts, everything around you in order to win. And that's what Satan does. Don't let him do that to you. He'll try to get you to turn against yourself. He'll try to get you to turn against your friends, your family, and vice versa. They in turn, you know, Satan will try to turn your family against you. <clears throat> Have this little this battle within yourself, within your friends, within your work. Don't let Satan do that. Don't let Satan get in your head. Pray every day. Read scripture every day. There's nothing that God can't accomplish. There's nothing God can't do. God makes a way. We have to find a way. God is the Almighty. Almighty. Nothing is bigger than God. Nothing is greater than God. There's nothing that God cannot overcome. Nothing. I've been in business here for 20 years. Lots has, has happened. I've had many ups as well as downs. And I'm still here. In Jesus' name, by the grace of God, I'm still here. Count it all joy. Remember, as I sit here 20 years into this business, lots of ups and downs. I'm joyful for them all. Not just the ups, but the downs, because I've learned from it. Years ago, I opened up as a certain type of gym with machines and equipment all over this space. And I learned a different way to work out. I learned a different, more effective, efficient way to work out that has been more accommodating, more efficient to hundreds of people, all ages. And it's not just satisfying, but I'm grateful for the opportunity for God teaching through me, speaking through me, guiding me, and allowing me to serve people, not just here in the immediate community, but all over the world. Because now our program, we're building an app right now. I'm able to service 
men and women, boys and girls of all ages, all over the country, all over the world. And all along the way, I, we counted it all joy. We learned from the mistakes. We embraced the wins. We stayed humble. We're going forward. We're doing God's will. We're serving the community. We're serving the world. My current state, I'm blessed. I woke up this morning. That's a blessing. Many do not. But really, where I am right now in my life, my relationship with God, specifically with the Holy Spirit, is amazing. I'm so happy, content, calm, at peace where I am in my heart, in my spirit, in my soul. Because of my relationship with the Trinity. There's no way that I am where I am right now and I'm at peace and that I am doing all that I'm doing serving God without the Almighty. There's no way. You can't, this, this peace is not something that one can attain from worldly habits. You can't get it from drugs. You can't get it from alcohol. You can't get it from sex. You can't get it from pornography. You know, all of which I took in for years. None of those things make me feel, made me feel like I do today. Not even close. You know, with things such as drugs, alcohol, man-made things, worldly items, they don't last. I mean, how many beers can you, do you have to drink or how many bottles of whiskey can you drink or do you have to drink in order to feel a certain feel a certain way or drown out sorrow or pain how much and the deal is this once it wears off you're back to feeling the way that you were initially so you're right back where you started from so it's a never ending battle never goes away with God with God all things are possible with God all pain can be either minimized or dismissed or taken away permanently God can do all things there's nothing God can't do your relationship with God way more important than the relationship you have with your boss your husband, your wife your boyfriend, your girlfriend your teammate 
way more important. The likelihood of you having a good, lasting, tremendous, loving relationship with someone else and it being better than your relationship with God, very unlikely. Not unlikely, impossible. There's no way. Your relationship with God the Father, far, far, far more important than your relationship, than any other relationship you'll ever have. You have a really good relationship with God. That's going to flow into other parts of your life. That's how it's been for me. You can't give what you don't have. God wants us to harness, hold on to fruits of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Those nine, I work on them every day. A couple of them, self-control and patience, were probably the top two that I really struggled with. Finally, today, I'm not perfect. I never will be. There's only one perfect. That's the Almighty. But every day, I work, I pray to get better, to get more Christ-like, to serve in His name. And the closer I get to God, the deeper I get into Scripture and His Word, Every day, the better I get, the kinder I get. I'm able to emulate those nine fruits of the Spirit. So important. If we focus on those nine every day, every day, we'll be a better place. Unfortunately, much of society goes against those nine. Not a lot of love, not a lot of peace, not a lot of joy, certainly not a lot of patience. Think about it when you're driving out in traffic or waiting for your food to be serve at a restaurant or waiting for something to come in the mail. How about kindness? How much kindness do you see every day? How about gentleness, faithfulness, self-control? If you think about a lot of society and what you see in movies and music especially, news, what have you, they go against the fruits of the Spirit. 
all joy. I encourage you to count it all joy. You count it all joy, you'll feel so much better every day. <clears throat> and this is not to say that things not going to be hard. That's not it. Like I tell my people that come in to do our program called Anaba, it doesn't get easier. It gets more tolerable because you get stronger. The closer we get to God, the more scripture we read, the better our relationship is, the harder the enemy is going to come at us because he doesn't want us to get close to God. However, the stronger we'll be, the stronger the, the, our bond will be with the Almighty, the closer we are, the harder it will be to be thrown off track or anything of that nature. The harder it's going to be to be broken. That's how it works. The closer we get to God, the better it gets overall. The safer we'll be. The happier we'll be. The more content we'll be. We'll have more peace. The calmer we'll be. Your spirit. Oh, it's just truly amazing. Once you give it to God, as I have, as we get closer, as I dive into more scripture every single day, life gets better. So I encourage you to improve your relationship and get better with God. James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4. My brother, count it all joy when you fall into various trials knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, and that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Shoot for perfection. You will never be perfect, but you can shoot for it. Faith produces patience. How is that? Whatever you might be striving for or looking for or trying to gain or... Excuse me improve it doesn't just happen overnight it's going to take some time it's 100% going to take some faith and because it's going to require some time that means you're going to have to be patient one of the major problems is we are have been duped into believing that things can just happen just like in a flash. Overnight, swipe right, swipe left. Instant gratification. That goes directly against faith producing patience. If you're used to and you're set up to getting something at the snap of your finger, whether you have so much money or cloud or what have you, I'm thinking you probably don't have a lot of patience. It's not going to serve you well. But when you serve God, you serve the Almighty, and you work on improving your relationship, 
goodness gracious. Faith produces patience. There's nothing God can't do. Remember, God is the Almighty. God makes things happen, and God allows things to happen. Be patient. Count on all joy. To God be the glory, in Jesus' name. Amen. Allow me to take a moment to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and much, much more. The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ.